0: Hey friends, and welcome back to the Alex Makes VR podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be answering a listener's question. The question comes from Charles, and it is, how do you set your rate card? So I'll be diving into all of my thoughts on that in this episode. If you've got a question or a subject you'd like me to tackle in future episodes, then please let me know. You can slide into my DMs on Instagram and Twitter, it's Alex Makes VR. And uh, every single week when these episodes go live, I also send out a newsletter, Monday mornings, which include the tips and tricks from the episode and sometimes a bit of extra actionable advice. Um, You can sign up for the newsletter at alexmakesvr.com. So rate cards. Now, I have done other episodes about what you should be charging for your work. So you can go back and listen to those. But it's always good to cover this ground because I know a lot of people, whether they're just starting out or they've been in the industry for a while, people still get quite clammy over what to charge and feel a bit icky about picking a number. So let me let me just tell you straight how I picked my rate back when I first started freelancing in the VR industry. I just picked a number and I started charging it. (laughs) Now, the context that I had at the time was that I had already had a career in television, so I already knew what the kind of going rates were in that industry. I then transitioned over into freelancing in the advertising and commercial kind of corporate sector with the creative agencies. So I kind of knew the going rates for uh, a freelancer who was like a self shooting DOP or an editor or a freelance producer, I already knew what the kind of rates were. I also had experience working in-house at production companies as a contractor. So I knew what production companies were charging. So I knew for me in England, in the UK, the kind of work that I was going to be doing, although it was going to be totally different because it was now it was going to be 360 in VR rather than um, just traditional, um, film and photos. Uh, I don't know why I said photos. I've literally never worked as a photographer, but you get the point. (laughs) Although it was a different industry, I knew vaguely what people were charging for their creative services. So in the UK, anywhere between kind of 350 to 800 um, pounds or euros or dollars uh, was kind of average. And, And I knew that People that were operating from their own production companies were charging on the higher end. So, the, the last production company that I worked in house with as a contractor was charging around $650 a day. So, I knew coming out of that experience, I knew that I didn't want to go uh, into the freelance world um, before I set up my own company charging less than $600 because. The way I saw it was like, well, <laughs> I'm doing the exact same work. It's just that I'm not under this umbrella of a production company. Why? I've I've always found that a bit strange. I've always thought it was a bit weird that people would kind of charge less when they're operating under their own name versus charging um operating under a production company name I've always found that really bizarre now of course like when you're working for uh, a production company that has employees and overheads and offices etc etc all of a sudden you start to be able to kind of justify I guess that price in your own head but that's exactly The point is it's just justifying it to yourself. And that's my next point is that with rate cards, you just kind of have to pick a number and you just kind of have to pick something that feels good for you. I was very used to charging in that range of kind of five to six hundred before I went out on my own like going direct to customers because I'd already worked in the creative industries I'd already worked my way up a bit I already had a network I already had a little bit of kind of um I guess of a portfolio not in this industry not in 360 or VR but I had a bit of portfolio behind me I had some credits behind me that would probably have justified being a bit more expensive than the average freelancer um but the truth is, it was just because I didn't want to work for less, and that's the, that's the thing. I know people who are as experienced as me and as you know have done as much portfolio um, work as me that could earn them a really nice day rate, but they choose to keep their day rates low, more on the kind of three to four hundred range because they prefer to be busy. Like I've got a friend who would literally rather work every single day of the week. Uh, And charge less so that he can be really busy rather than charging a much higher ticket price and having to spend more of his time chasing bigger clients. Because that's the thing. As soon as you start charging more, of course, you're going to have to go after slightly bigger companies because ultimately what comes with that price point is more risk. More responsibility. As soon as you start charging more for your services, there is an expectation there that you are going to be the best. You know, nowadays, when I charge for work, which is you know it's more than what I was charging when I first started out, um, there comes a huge amount of responsibility where people expect me to deliver to a very, very high standard. When I work on projects that are five to six figures there is an expectation there that those projects will deliver a return on those investments. So I have to be on the top of my game to not only deliver my skill set, but also make sure that my clients are implementing the project properly so that they can actually get a return on their investment. I'm not just rocking up and doing my job. That's the difference between someone that charges less and more. When you're charging more, you're expected to be more proactive. You have to be a leader, a strategist. You have to be able to speak and communicate um, the language of your customers and clients. You have to almost be an expert in their business as well as your own, because it's now no longer about how well you understand the mechanics of a camera. It's now about how well do you know the implementation of your final product? If you're selling a virtual tour, if you're charging on the lower end, then yeah, maybe the expectation is that you're just going to go and take some gorgeous photos because you you are really highly skilled in that and deliver this final project. But actually, if you're charging like a higher amount, then maybe you're expected to deliver the virtual tour that comes with you know, virtual tools are not my special <laughs> speciality. So sorry if I butcher the language here, but maybe you're expected to deliver it um, already kind of coded and ready to be embedded on a website. Maybe you deliver it in a slightly different format so that your client can literally use that url straight away maybe you're expected to deliver in three different formats so that they can use it on their website they can take some of the photos and use it on facebook maybe you deliver with them a a a kind of a follow-up support guide about how to implement maybe you check in with them a month after um, to make sure that they're implementing it and they're tracking the results of it so that you understand how well it's performing for them all of these extra things that start to generate justify um, your higher ticket price. Because ultimately, when you're charging more, you need to make sure that your clients are being rewarded for that. If you're charging $5,000 for a virtual tour that even six months ago, you would have been charging 500 for, well, that company's going to be a lot bigger, because they're going to have to have a lot more cash to be able to spend five grand um, on a virtual tour. But then also, they need to kind of, they probably will have had like a strategy to roll that out and they need to be making sure that they're getting at least making that money back, at least making $5,000 back on that investment. Do you see what I mean? So as soon as you start charging more, just be aware that the risk, the responsibility, the expectation of you goes way, way up. And if you start charging a lot of money and not delivering to that kind of standard, well, then that's when you get into tricky territory and... Potentially, your reputation's on the line. And that's where you have to kind of um, weigh things up in your own head. Do you want to charge less and just have less responsibility, less risk, just be able to show up, do what you love, deliver the final product, and then walk away and then on to the next one? Or do you like the challenge? Do you like that kind of pressure? I mean, me personally, I now work with such a select few clients that. When I'm doing a project, I am stressed out of my mind. The pressure is intense. It's insane the amount of pressure I'm under. But that's because I'm working on such a high level that actually I now do maybe two, three projects a year and then... And then I can just chill. (laughs) I'm never just chilling, just FYI. (laughs) But you get my point. So pick your poison. Do you want to work a little bit more um, uh, and charge less for your work and, you know, have to have a bit, a few more projects on the go with less risk? Or do you want to work on bigger, more high profile, um, but less projects, um, And know that when you are working, it's going to be pretty intense. Now, that's just my experience, of course. Everyone's going to have their own opinion and their own experience with working at different kind of levels. But in my opinion, that's the difference. It's not okay, I've been working in the industry for five years now. And even though my skill level hasn't massively changed, I'm just going to start charging more. You could do it like that. But if I'd done that, then I'd probably only just now be charging like five, 600 um, pounds a day. And the reality is, as soon as I went into this industry, I just started high and have increased ever since. And the other thing is just knowing that Rate cards, although they're good for you, they're good for you to kind of set in your mind how much you're charging. Really, you should be charging a project fee to the client. It's much easier to say, okay, this whole package is going to cost you $3,000 rather than, oh, this whole project is going to take 10 days, 10 days at $300. So that's going to cost you like three grand. As soon as you start putting a time limit on it, um, your client then, it's a, it's a very weird psychological kind of thing, and maybe I could do a whole episode on this, is psychologically your client will be, um, I don't know, sometimes they can expect more or they can try and squeeze more into that time frame. Because if you say it's going to take about 10 days and that's why you're charging three grand, but you deliver it in five, they're going to go, hang on a second. Well, some of them will be. <laughs> some of them will be saying, hang on a second. Does this mean that this is only going to cost me fifteen hundred now?" Um, so. And you don't want to get into that habit of letting clients think that there is a correlation between, um, you know, things taking longer uh, and quality, because in my mind, those two things are like the opposite. I think, you know, sometimes when you pay premium, you expect to get it done faster because that person is so, such an expert, so well versed in their craft, so skilled that they can deliver very quickly. Does that make sense? I hope so. Anyway, I hope that these thoughts were kind of useful on the subject of rate cards. Again, have a look at some of the other episodes that I've done on the subject of charging for your work. And the truth is, just get out there and do it. Just get out there, pick a number, you know, see how you go with it. And you can always increase, you can always decrease. You might not be able to do that with the same client, but when you're just getting started or when you're just kind of working out what fits right for your lifestyle and your business, um, it's all trial and error. So don't overthink it. Don't let this stop you from getting out there and putting in the work and just getting started. Pick a rate somewhere, if you're in England, if you're just getting started somewhere in the realm of kind of 3 well if you're just getting started maybe between 2 and 350 a day um if you're more experienced then don't be afraid to skirt up more towards the kind of I don't know I mean again it's so individual I don't even really want to kind of give this advice but you know push more towards the kind of 4 to 600 range um and again that's for you personally to work out roughly what you're going to charge but you should always try if possible to be charging a project fee rather than um, a day rate if pos okay stopping there because i could literally talk about this subject forever if you enjoyed this episode, then please consider giving it a five star rating on. If you're listening on Apple, also very exciting news: I launched some merch for the podcast, which was basically just a bucket list thing that I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to create a little merch line that I believed in and that I designed myself. So, um, if you've gotten any value over the last six months from the podcast and you just feel like uh, supporting me and supporting the podcast, and also just rocking a bit of what I think is pretty sweet merch, um, then you can head over to the merch store. The link will be in the show notes of this episode. Uh, It'll also be on all of my social medias, so you can always go check it out there. Um, But absolutely no pressure. appreciate it's really hard times right now. And also, if this is the first kind of couple of times you've been hearing my voice then absolutely go you know don't buy the merch go get more value from the podcast go actually get out there implement the advice that's more valuable to me than you buying a t-shirt go and take this advice and create the life that you love for yourself go create the business create the freedom that you deserve um, and then in future if you feel like supporting you can rock a bit of a sweet merch um, for those of you who do buy something um, from the merch store I will be hosting a private group coaching call or masterclass in December so watch out for announcements about that but again no pressure that's it from me this week uh, if you've got future subjects or topics again that you want me to cover in future episodes then please do reach out to me on social media Alex Makes VR on instagram and twitter i hope you're having a great day wherever you are in the world and i'll speak to you next week